parking attendant with a counterfeit watch, an insurance agent with nerdy glasses, and a year to make things work. Will they find love or will there be heartbreak? Find out on episode four of Pod of Love. Relationship podcast where my partner Ben and I play the game Fog of Love and record it into a podcast. Hi, Ben. How's it going? <laughs> it's going all right. I'm Ben. I'm Mel. And we're a married couple in Pennsylvania who likes to play the game Fog of Love by Jacob Chaskoff. We're a part of the All Ports Open Podcast Network, and we are one of two actual play podcasts on that network. So on this podcast, we talk about dating and relationships. And at the end of most episodes, all episodes so far, until maybe this one, <laughs> we give some relationship advice also. But we play a game of Fog of Love where we create two characters, play out their relationship, and then rehash what we learned from it. And at some point, I will give my character a terrible name that makes Ben upset. In this episode, we are playing a scenario called We Give It a Year. So this is going to be the first of three parts where we see what... My character, James. And my character, James. Right, who has another variation of that name that you'll hear about, I guess. Jim Jam. No, it's not Jim Jam. It is now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My character's full name is James Class hyphen Junglesmith. Yeah, unfortunately, that's true. Give it a minute. Let them think about it first. Oh, okay. Okay, All right, so you're going to hear that and so much more. So, so much more. In this episode (laughs) of Pod Pod of Love. called we give it a year from fog of love and we're both playing interesting characters maybe this time i don't know we're gonna see how this goes i am playing a character named james williams who is a parking attendant my name is james class who is an insurance agent james jungle we've oh my goodness gracious (laughs) do you have an actual last name that doesn't make your name jim class or jim jungle (laughs) like jim jungle a lot (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, Smith. Jim Smith. So Jim. Because you hate fun. So James Williams and Jim Smith. So it's Jim and Jim. No, my name is Jim Class hyphen Jungle Smith. Jim and Jim. All right, great. And (laughs) you are all now in my personal hell (laughs) with me. Uh, I'm a parking attendant. I love you too. I'm a parking attendant, and apparently that gives me uh, a little, makes me a little less curious. And and the other Jim is an insurance agent. This is going to be confusing for people. The other Jim you is... Be, you could be James. All right. The other Jim is an insurance agent, 
which also makes him a little less curious. So uh, we are not a very curious or maybe even interesting couple. Why did you uh, but we're going to see. Oh, I meant to put you there. Sorry. That's okay. All right. So now we're going to do our features to see what it was that we were attracted to about each other. And we're going to, we, we did this part. Definitely my last name, wasn't it? We did this part with you listening so that, um, so that you can hear us tell, which is what the game calls it, tell each other what those things are. So we're, I'm giving five features to each of us. And then we're going to pick three to give to the other about what we were attracted to in them. <laughs> These are so great. <laughs> We should probably tell people we're playing We Give It a Year, which uh, says you meet at a dance floor. After a period of sweet romance, you decide to give this relationship one year. You won't break up before. What happens after is up to you. We Give It a Year is a long story with potential for dramatic reversals. You'll be less sure about what your partner is up to, as there is room for deceit as well as for misunderstanding. So this is going to be a three-chapter story. And in our finale, we'll find out whether or not we have happiness or even if we break up. Mm-hmm. For the first time on this show, we will have the opportunity, potential to break up. We are going to have in our hand all of the destinies available, which is the love team, equal partners, unconditional love, self-realization, the dominant, heartbreaker, and honorable exit. So we will find out how this plays out. Uh, so now we're going to give each other the traits that we were attracted to across the dance floor at some club in Philadelphia. Woo, Philly! And uh, I saw you across the dance floor. I saw Jim across the dance floor and loved the thick, black-rimmed, nerdy glasses that Jim was wearing. Ooh. Which makes you a little more sincere, Jim. Mm. Do my... Black plastic glasses make me more sincere in real life, Benjamin? I don't know. The correct answer is yes, dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> well, uh, Jim, me, Jim, class, Jungle Smith, why are you making that face at me? What face? Go on. Uh, saw you, Jim, whose last name I've already forgotten, across the room. James Williams. James Williams. Good old James Williams. Jimmy Dubs. I saw your counterfeit watch, and I said, well, you know what? I need to go talk to that guy. You noticed I had a counterfeit watch and decided to talk to me from the other side of the dance floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm a parking attendant with a counterfeit watch. All right. And okay. I, I'm an insurance agent with nerdy glasses. What else? Hit me again. Come on. Right. <laughs> well, uh, you were particularly muscular. And I liked your toned body, your toned muscular body. You could, you definitely lift, bro. And I liked that. Thanks. And that makes you a little more disciplined, actually. Interesting. All right. Well, in addition to your counterfeit watch, I was really digging your symmetric face. Oh, okay. Nice. Symmetric face. I can live with that. Um, and when I got close to you on the dance floor, I noticed something, and this was intriguing to me because it's not something that normally I would go for as a person, but you were stoned. and Like I, you threw stones at me? And that seemed a little exciting. No, you didn't throw stones at me. No, but that makes you a little less disciplined. Oh, because I was high? Yes. Okay. And my last feature? Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought you were moving on without me. I apologize. My last feature? Your last feature was your kick-ass odd socks. That makes a lot of sense for me. All your right. counterfeit like watch, that. your symmetric face, and your odd, odd socks. Odd socks. All right. It's a triple whammy. 
Oh, and the symmetric face made me a little more sincere. I didn't put that down. Interesting. All right. And so we are going to play We Give It a Year. And I already read the opening. We meet in a dance floor. After a period of sweet romance, we decide to give this relationship one year. That's. Do you think that's something people actually do? I asked you that the very first time we played this, and before you know we the... started podcasting, because I don't know the answer. Like, I don't see myself in a situation where I would say, all right, let's give it a year. Because I feel like if you're at that point, like, like a year is a long time for some people and not very long at all for others. I don't think it's like a commonplace thing that people do. But I could be wrong. Maybe people should tweet at us or email us to let us know if they've ever done it. Absolutely. Because I would love to hear more about that and explore that. Chapter one. Disco star under a full moon. Children, marriage, shared dreams, travels, romantic dinners, spooning in bed, the first kiss, the first date. It all began with a first special moment. How was yours? All right, we're both going to choose. I was dancing all night alone, but I noticed you noticing me. In the end, I asked you to walk me home. The full moon made me a bit crazy. I still am. Ooh, I picked the same exact one. Okay, so we both remember this differently then, actually, Mm -hmm. because we both thought the other approached us. So because we didn't match, we get plus six happiness instead of plus eight. If we had picked it so that... I noticed you and you noticed me or vice versa, then we would have gotten a little more. We would have gotten eight. Uh, I'm still happy. I'll take six. Would you like to give us our first scene? Yes, I would. Oh, my goodness. I just, I have to do this one. I'm sorry. For those listening, this says flowers. Here, I bought you some flowers. Oh, that was so nice of you. Yeah, I try. All right, so you're going to pick what you want, and I'm going to pick what I actually got you. All right, why don't you tell me what you got me, and then I'll say whether that's what I wanted. I got you 50 fancy colored tulips, because you fancy. What a coincidence. I wanted 50 fancy colored tulips, and so because we matched... Uh, you get plus one. I get plus three. All right, I'm sorry. You get plus three. I get plus one. You know, somehow we always get that question right. As in we match it every time. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, oh, we need. We haven't done any character voices yet. We'll have to do that on the next card. <clears throat> I'm warming up. Um, no, no warming up. Since you got me flowers, I got you something. Cool. This made me think of you. I hope you like it. And so we're both going to choose. And similarly, I'm going to choose what I gave you. And you're going to choose what you had preferred to receive. I got you this uh, watch with your name engraved on it. Wow, that is a wow. That is exactly what I wanted. No, that's your character voice. You can do it. No, now you have to do that the whole time. All right, I'm gonna try. All right, there you go. So, because we matched, we both get plus two. Uh, But I really liked the idea of because I you noticed my counterfeit watch that the first gift I gave you. (laughs) Was a watch with your name engraved oh, on it. Oh, I didn't it. think of that. That's awesome. And I'll leave it up to you and the listeners to decide whether you think I gave you a counterfeit watch. Psst, guys, it's a counterfeit watch. Your turn. <laughs> I can't believe I'm playing parking attendant Jim. <laughs> I just want to point that out. That's... All right, triple rainbow. Amazing. I didn't think this could even happen. Three rainbows from the same point. This is going to be real hard to maintain. What kind of accent is that? Yep. But... So we have to trade scenes. You pick a scene and I pick a scene and we trade simultaneously. And this does not count towards our chapter length, apparently. I forget what character voice I did before. <laughs> I should have really tried. 
I booked a trip to a remote cabin in the woods. It's a fantastic place, close to nature and far away from any disturbances. Will you go with me? Yes, but why do you sound exactly the same? What do you mean exactly the same? Your character voice. No, it's a little different. Sounds like a Listen, guy I know named Ben. I'm not an actor, <laughs> and I need to work Clearly on my character. neither am I. <laughs> we were terrible at this. Dear God, our poor listeners. Okay. Uh, go buy yourself 50 assorted uh, colored tulips, listeners, as a treat for listening to our bad character voices. Oh, you know, I probably should have played this one later in the game, but you're going to reveal a random destiny in your hand. It doesn't matter because you have all of them still. Yeah. So, uh, But the next scene played has double impact on all personality tokens because now we're going on a romantic trip into a remote cat to the to a remote cabin in the woods very early on in our relationship, too. Mm, okay. Well, since I have all of them, it doesn't really matter, but I reveal equal partners. Okay. Would you, uh, it's random actually, so you didn't get to choose. It was random. I chose randomly. <laughs> okay. Happy birthday, dar- darling. Here's something special for you. What is happening to my character voice? <laughs> Your character is like, <laughs> you had like a lobotomy or something. Aww. I'm sorry, I was mean. Okay, what, I'm, when, I'm done crying now. What does the player give? So what do I give you and what do you want? Oh, it's my birthday at the cabin in the woods? I just said, happy wow. birthday, darling. I was distracted by your <laughs> character voice. Oh, okay. All right, so you tell me what you give me in your character voice. I got you an antique brooch with an embedded ruby. That's exactly... I forget my character voice again. Oh, man, I'm so bad at this. That's exactly what I wanted. Hey. All right. Hey. That makes us uh, a little less curious. Right now, our characters have eight combined less curious. You we said are... double effect on heart or personality, because oh, we uh, actually get four. I think it's uh, that would be ridiculous. All personality tokens. Oh, my goodness. So we have... So we're so not curious. We're we are, very close-minded. We are... Well, are we close? Yeah, close-minded, prosaic, and conventional. We are... Um, we are a very boring couple. <laughs> well, not to us, I guess. Yeah. And since we matched, we also both get plus three. Plus three happiness. Cool. Close your eyes. In a minute, you'll get everything your heart desires. That sounds very sensual, but it's actually breakfast in bed. Uh, <laughs> we both choose what I make you and what you wanted. I made you a soft-boiled egg, a slice of bread with fresh butter and oatmeal and some strawberries. Well, thank you, dear. That's my favorite. Oh, I didn't know, but you're welcome. That's wonderful to hear. This it's is my go-to breakfast. It's easy. Exactly what I wanted. You know what? I think I sound like the... I don't know what the, you sound no, like. No, no. I just thought of it. It's um, oh, Twin Peaks. That gum you like is coming back in style. <laughs> Whoops. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> Wow, I would think we would be very curious if that was the case, rather than not very curious. I have now committed to that accent. It's your scene. Oh, look at that. This is what I get for insisting you play do a character voice, which I'm going to continue to do every episode. I Man, I'm running out of ideas. I didn't even know I had that idea until right now. <laughs> You'll get to decide whether we're still in the cabin. Because I've decided this is all happening in our cabin trip, where we're celebrating my birthday. What do you want to avoid? I really want to know more about what you want to avoid in our relationship. I feel so bad for the people listening to this. 
Uh, okay. Ooh, so the choices, I'm going to read this one just... Oh, I see. Okay, so for folks who, who are listening, this is where we avoid a death or revealing a destiny from our hand. Uh, so we, we don't have to. I can choose to not talk about it and say everything is fine. Or I can reveal a destiny and say, oh, I can reveal and discard it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to either choose to talk about this or I'm not going to choose to talk about it. And if I do choose to talk about it, I'm going to reveal and discard a destiny. All right, I am revealing, I am choosing A, I really want to avoid being a heartbreaker, which is a breakup scenario cool. uh, where we would break up, and I discard that. So we both get plus one in addition to Happiness. The, yes, in addition to the destiny you discarded. And I get plus one sincerity because I chose to talk to you about this. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate you opening up to me like that. I'm going to say we're out of the cabin. How about that? We are home from the cabin. Hooray. Close your eyes. Can you guess where I'm taking you tonight? We're both going to choose where we're going to go. I'm going to choose where I'm taking you, and you're going to guess where I'm taking you. So you guess first, and then I'll reveal where I'm actually taking you. That seems like an awkward relationship situation. <laughs> hey, guess where I'm taking you? And then you guess the wrong one. To the local square to listen to the events. Uh, let me try again. To the local square to listen to the street storytellers' sentimental <laughs> stories. This accent changes every time it's you do really it. It's really hard. Yeah. Okay, so to the local square to listen to the street storytellers' sentimental love stories is what I picked. Oh, uh, oh, my character was... Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds good. Um, I actually kind of lost track of where we were going, so that sounds like a good plan. Benjamin, you're supposed to play your character. <laughs> oh, that's mean. No, it's not. Uh, uh, all right. So we didn't match, so we don't get any happiness or negative happiness. What are you thinking about? Tell me, what's on your mind? You choose. I would think that if I told you something gross, it would make me more curious, not less curious. You know what my favorite way of uh, relaxing on a Saturday morning is after brunch? No, why don't you tell me? I love to crack open my favorite book of poems and uh, sit in a window. I've got a bay window with pillows and just sort of listen to the birds and the trees out by the street and the cars go by and just sort of have my coffee and relax. It just takes the week off. Okie dokie. So I chose to tell how I like to relax, which makes me... Less oh. disciplined. More disorganized, reckless, and lazy. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, what you just described is, sounds awesome. And does that make me, in real life, disorganized, reckless, and lazy? No, it doesn't. Just relaxing is, is great. Okay. I'm just kidding. I want to be very clear that this is just a game, guys. One more. You're up. This is how chapter one ends. When should we change our relationship status on social media? Both of us get to choose. Oh, boy. I was going to change it soon, but I probably need you to help me remember to do it. So just, like, maybe remind me later next week and we can change it to uh, in a relationship. I mean, I'll try, but does it really matter? Real life is the only important thing. Okay, so... Uh, this is a little complicated in terms of additional effects, but let's start by giving us, I am a little less disciplined again. And I'm a little more sensitive, which is interesting. So did you put it down? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. We didn't match A. One chose D. Other chose B or C. Neither of us chose D. Uh, we didn't match D. Uh, else minus three. So minus three happiness. Apparently. Oh, bummer. I said I would help you remember. And that has how chapter one ends with some confusion over our relationship status. On social media. On social media. Which complicates everything, doesn't it? How far into this relationship do you think we are? Uh, I'll tell you we're not a year in. <laughs> yeah. Like a month, maybe? Um, two months? Maybe, I was going to say three, but three? maybe two. So we've seen a few months of the relationship between Jim and Jim uh, in the We Give It a Year scenario. How do you think this relationship is playing out so far? I think in uh, three months. Is that what we agreed on? Yeah, like a couple months. In three months, we have done quite a bit. We saw a triple rainbow, which some people probably never see, right? Mm-hmm. We went to on a trip to a remote cabin in the woods. Well, it's pretty early on in a relationship to celebrate someone's birthday, and so like I guess these guys, even though they're pretty com- seem pretty conventional, they uh, decided to go to a remote cabin to celebrate a birthday. That's right. Um, we also, I also bought you flowers. You got me a counterfeit watch engraved What's with your my name, name. Your <laughs> uh, for your birthday. I got you an antique brooch <laughs> with an embedded ruby. You made me breakfast in bed, so I mean, like we're really into each other. Yeah. And and then uh, we got real close when you told me what you wanted to avoid. That's true. We had a very serious relationship conversation. That's, That's right. True. We did. And then you uh, took me somewhere special but forgot where we were going, which is okay. I'll help you remember. And, oh, we asked the age-old relationship question, what are you thinking about? And what were you thinking about? How I like to relax. Mm-hmm. Which we totally agreed does not make you lazy. Even though the game said it did. And then we ended our chapter by deciding if we should update our, or when we should update our status on social media. And you said you were going to change it soon, but were afraid you would forget. And even though I agreed to remember, I mean, help you remember, uh, I felt like real life was really the only important thing that mattered. So we're pretty happy. Uh, we both are seem to be happy in this relationship so far. It's pretty early on, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, we're pretty oh. stable and work very conventional. And um, we're not terribly disciplined people, but we seem to enjoy each other. We like relaxing together and sort of doing relaxing. So I think that the, this couple, Jim and Jim, are like finding like what they like to do with each other to sort of relax and enjoy their time. And they don't seem hung up on anything and they haven't got any kind of fights. And so it's the, it's the beginning of the relationship, but it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward and it seems to be going pretty well. Don't you think? I absolutely agree. We're also real close in happiness. You're at 12 points right now, right? And I'm at 10, but that's because even though I don't agree, I lost, I think it was three points on the last card. So I guess we'll see what happens to Jim and Jim and the next episode with the next two chapters. Stay tuned for part two of Jim Squared. You like that? You like that? Hey, Mel, you know what time it is? Tool time. Listener mail time. That's what I meant. Okay, we have got a great question. Uh, for us to answer for you all today. And here it is. Here's the question. I'm going to read it now. It says, <laughs> How do I figure out if somebody is interested in me? I'm completely clueless when it comes to this stuff and can't take a hint. Love, Spacey Single. Well, Spacey, I have a lot of questions about your question. <laughs> Does this person speak to you with words? <laughs> Does this person look at you and wink? <laughs> Maybe a clue. Does this person stand uncomfortably close to you? Do they touch you? 
And so you should probably call the police. In all seriousness, it's uh, hard sometimes to know just how much somebody likes you. You know what? It's hard to answer for me to answer this question because I don't feel like anyone's ever liked me in my life. Like, did I get too real? You're getting my wife is getting very sad. I know my my wife loves me because she tells me that. Where I'm afraid. Where is this going? I just mean that like I have a hard time recognizing. I I sympathize with this question. Ah, I see. Uh, because I think that okay. You know, so what was the listener's name? Sexy single. Spacey single. Ah, spacey single. I think that the first question you need to ask is, do you like you? Do you like you? Yeah, I think that's a part of figuring out whether other people like you is you kind of have to like like yourself first. Not too much. Because if right. you go too far the other way, then you're going to think everybody likes mm-hmm. you. But I guarantee you, someone does like you and that you're worth it. Okay, so you're completely clueless when it comes to this stuff and you can't take a hint. Well, I would say if you're a couple of things to rule out. If you are at someone's workplace and they're being very friendly to you and like extra nice or whatever, and you think maybe they're flirting with you, they're not. They're just working. They're just doing their job. And if they are flirting with you, pretend like they're not because they're being inappropriate. Exactly. So you can just rule that stuff out right away, right? And then uh, I think the best way to honestly figure it out is you got to just like say something. So like, let's say you... Ah, but you're assuming that sexy, spacey... Spacey, single. Spacey, sexy, single. No sexy. Just spacey. And also single. S squared is saying that they, he or she, likes this person in return. And that is not part of the question. You're right. Let's just assume this person wants to know if they are interested in them because they would like to take the hint if they are. Let's just assume that for the, for the purpose okay. of answering this question. Fair enough. But you do uh, know what happens when you assume. This person's called writing to us because they're looking for love. So let's just say, you know, they, they can't tell if someone's interested in them, they're clueless, but they'd like to be able to take the hint. Okay. But they're not good at taking the hint. So let's just assume that. Now, I don't even remember what I was going <laughs> to answer because you ruled out what I was trying to say. Sorry. If someone is, like, giving you attention and they're being really nice to you and you seem to hit it off and you like them, honestly, the best way to find out if they're interested in you is to say something. Yes. So, like, you know, ask them out. Ask them out on a date. Or say, like, hey, you know, we seem like we're hitting it off. You want to get some coffee? It doesn't even have to be a date. You can just sort of be more hangouts. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get that it can be really awkward. But I think, you know, as adults, and of course I don't know whether this person's an adult, but, you know, as adults, like, I think you just kind of got to cut through the BS a little bit and you just got to, you know, go right out there and, and say something about it. Because honestly, like, there's no, there's not enough time in life to, to fool around and wait around to, like, you know, maybe you'll happen to figure it out. Now, you got to just like, you just got to figure it out. If the person likes you, they like you. If they don't, they don't. And the one thing that I think I've learned is that um, someone's interested in you or they're not. And you might as well figure that out as quick as you can. And if someone's not and you are interested in them, you got to let that go quick because you're probably not going to convince them to like you. Someone likes you or they don't. But if they are interested in you and you're interested in them, you got to go for it. And you got to go for it pretty quick because there's like a ticking time window on that thing to like, Get that action going before you both sort of moved on. So, I don't know. My wife's making weird faces at me, so. I am doing no such thing. Uh-huh. My husband mean, my husband is the dating expert, so I don't really have much to add here. I'm not a dating expert at all, but uh, apparently enough to give advice on the internet, so. Aren't uh, we all? Do you have any other clues? As So, like, let's see, that's sort of me talking from a, a man's perspective. Do you have a woman's perspective on figuring out if someone's interested in you? Oh, it's interesting that you asked that, because as you were talking and you said ask them out, I was thinking, yes, gender norms be damned. 
Yes, I definitely think so. I think exactly. No matter what gender you find yourself to be or have identified yourself as, like so, I think if you're interested in somebody, ask. I think the other thing, you know, since we're talking about gender, is um, just to be a little bit more mindful, unfortunately, because that's where we are as a society, if you are a woman. That doesn't mean that men cannot have you know, issues of being preyed on or taken advantage of, but it statistically is more common with women. So, you know, just got to put that PSA out there. Be careful what you do and who you're talking to and who you meet up with if you are talking to somebody on the internet or something like that. Um, But that being said, if you like somebody and they don't absolutely hate you, continue hanging out with them until you feel like you have a better idea of where they're at or you feel comfortable enough and or you feel comfortable enough to say, hey, I enjoy hanging out with you. Let's do this some more. So we got one related question that we can sort of tag onto this conversation. It wasn't so much a question, but it was somebody who said that they run into a problem where they people think they are flirting with them when they don't mean to. And so... Uh, We're going to call this person down in Detroit. So down in Detroit, who's down because everyone thinks that they're flirting with them. Not because they're down to whatever, because they're not, it sounds like. So, you know, what do you think about that? Like this person, people think that they are flirting. Mm -hmm. And so that sort of confuses the whole thing. Like sometimes people are being, someone's being really nice, but they, you know, and there's certain people who just kind of come across as flirty. I think it depends on who's telling you that you're being flirty and what the situation is. That being said, if we're assuming that it is a situation where you are actually not conscious of the fact that you are being what is interpreted as flirty, um, you can approach it a couple ways. You can say it is what it is, and I'm sure lots of people do that. Or you can try and be introspective and kind of look at what your behaviors are that are causing people to say that, one. And part B is uh, are those behaviors problematic? Will they get you in trouble? Are they putting other people in uncomfortable or awkward situations? Yeah, if you're making someone feel uncomfortable, you need to figure out what that is that you're doing and stop it. If when they say you're being flirty, what they mean is that like you're touching, like even if that's on the shoulder or the hand or something like that, you gotta stop that right away. Don't be touching people. Yes. It's a good rule of thumb. Don't touch other people unless you've asked and you have their consent. Which is, ever. Which is also a lesson we teach our children. And I just want to put out there that if you're a fan of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, they do have a song that says, Daisy would never kiss the president without consent. Really? They do, yes. Oh, that's like a very specific scenario. It is, but it's also really awesome. Is that it about cons- is it it is, about consent? Well, the whole song is not about consent, but in that part um she said daisy would not kiss even the president without his consent well that's good so uh to kind of go back to the original spacey single question uh sexy i don't know where you keep getting that from uh spacey single back to go go back to that i just want to say also you're probably really awesome i'm almost certain of it and mel already said that but like here's the thing if somebody seems like they're into you and you kind of get that vibe but you're afraid to think that just think it, because they probably are. And then, I think that's a good stance to have in general, that if someone seems into you, just like, assume that you're awesome enough that they are. And then, you know, find out. And if they're not, then oh well. But I think if you approach it with that confidence, and I think it's really confidence, and that's why you got to figure out if you like yourself before you can figure out if you let, if other people like you. Because, you know, if you approach it with that confidence of like, I'm awesome, so people probably do like me. And then, hey, you're more likely to find people to go out with in that case, too, because people like confidence, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a confident person in this regard, so it it's so I get it, you know. Hey Ben, what? You're kind of a big deal. 
Okay. Well, <laughs> my crazy wife likes to say nice things about me, and that helps me feel more confident. I only say true things about you, Benjamin. So this has been episode four of Pot of Love, and we've loved recording it for you. And we are on the All Ports Open Network. You can go to allportsopen.com to uh, find... Mel is cracking herself up while I'm trying to do the wrap-up of the show here. You can find us at allportsopen.com, where you can also find uh, the PDB10, our flagship podcast there. You can find the Refugees of Esmeralda that Mel and I are on. That's another actual play podcast. We're playing Dungeon World currently. It's a podcast where we are doing world building and then we were playing games in the world that we're building it's a really fantastic idea by blaine martin and you should check that out and then also i'm the co-host of the no avatars allowed theology and video game podcast uh which you can check out i think when this episode goes up pot of love will have its own feed on itunes so you can finally subscribe to pot of love and you can finally rate and review the show there on iTunes. We would love to have a huge opening for the show on iTunes. We'd love to even get a new and noteworthy. I think it's a big goal. But, you know, we can try. So please spread the word about the show and about all of our podcasts. If you give us five stars and rate us, Ben will send you a check for a million dollars. Not true. But I will read your review on the show. And thank you. We also need your questions. So please send your relationship questions so we keep answering them. And all that kind of fun jazz. If you have any other questions... It's potoflove at gmail.com. Speaking of jazz, if you rate us and review us, you may get some bonus jazz content. I think they're going to anyway because I'm going to use that and abuse that right away. Ouch. Okay. Yeah. So uh, on behalf of my wife, Mel. And my husband, Ben Benjamin. Uh, this has been Pot of Love. We hope you keep dreaming and keep dating. Woo! Woo!
I'm scatting, kind of, and I don't know boopy doo what I'm doing. Doopy doo, Scooby Dooby Doo, <laughs> Bob 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 Bob, Pot of Love. <laughs>